Welcome back to The Next Horizon, a Dell Technologies podcast. I'm Kelly Lynch, stepping in for John Hyde this week while he's on a much-deserved vacation with his family. This week, I get to chat with a couple of fascinating guys from inside the company to talk all things Edge, what it might look like in the future, and how they're stepping away from technology in their own lives to reset and reconnect with loved ones. Before we jump in, I did want to acknowledge that I recorded the podcast from my office in my older apartment complex, which is still outfitted with copper wiring for my wireless internet. So there are a couple spots throughout where you can hear some lagging, but I mean, I figure perfection is boring, right? Anyway, here we go. I'm joined today by Dave Graham and Ty Schmidt, two gentlemen who both happen to be heavily involved in the edge space here at Dell Technologies. So Ty, do you want to kick us off by just introducing yourself and telling me what you do? Hi, my name is Ty Schmidt. I am a 27-year veteran at Dell. And my uh, title, I'm a Dell Fellow, uh, which is a senior technologist, and I report into our server infrastructure CTO. And my background uh, predominantly is power, cooling, uh, and data center technology. I am the lesser of the two evils on this phone. <laughs> uh, so my name is Dave Graham. I'm the director of Emerging Technologies Messaging. So covering a compendium of technologies that are out there. I am a less than 27-year veteran of this industry, mainly around 13, 14 years, um, specializing in data center technologies. Still pretty respectable, 13 years. I mean, considering I've only been here for two, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, to kick things off, today we're talking about Edge. I personally have heard Edge spoken about in a number of different ways. Some people refer to it as a technology. Some people refer to it as a place. Uh, but I don't necessarily think that either of those are true. So Dave, to you first, if you could, in the simplest of terms, help me understand what is edge or the edge? Am I even saying it correctly? Well, it depends on where you capitalize it, right? That's it. You know, this capitalization is the, the semantic definition of edge. It's the edge, not the guitarist, but you know, technology compendium, if you will. Um, really, when it comes down to how I define edge, uh, it's really around functions, things that you would do. Um, you know, whether it be networking, computing, storage, um, any kind of function along those lines, right? It, and it's, it's less about, you know, a physical location. It's more about something that exists outside of the norm and something that exists outside of a data center, right? And what we would archetypically call that kind of closed in space, a place like SuperNAP or InterNAP or any of these other places, right? So that's really how, how we're looking at the edge. It's driven by functions. And it's where your consumers, your users are. Yeah, no, I, reality is it's 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 in essence been around for a long time, um, and and I like to you know kind of talk about what the edge isn't. It's it's not a single thing or a place or device. It you know it, it it's really it's based on customer usage models. Um, I like to call it an ecosystem, a distributed ecosystem. Uh, it's very dependent on the constraints based on. Uh, a given customer's usage models. And the way I, I, I visually uh, like to view Edge is a little bit abstract, but it's, it's the same system layer build um, that exists today, but, but it has to be addressed in a different way. And so it's data, data first and foremost. This is all about data. It's about 
you know, capturing data, moving data, storing data, doing something with that data. Uh, it's all about data, but that data needs, it needs applications and workloads to do something meaningful with it. And so that data is wrapped in those workloads and those workloads need, you know, they need IT to, to do something with those workloads. So that's an IT layer. Uh, and again, those, those discrete components within those layers are dependent on, on customers and their usage models and, and what they're trying to achieve. Um, the IT layer is wrapped in a data center layer. Uh, the edge is really driving new, new different usage models and locations that uh, uh, change a bit about how that layer is approached, uh, but fundamentally it's required. And then the, uh, the whole thing is wrapped in a, a real estate utility conductivity regulation layer that uh, again is not only dependent on the customer, but it's also dependent on the location, um, the jurisdictions, the local regulations, and that whole layered system is forcing customers to address edge differently than uh, they have traditionally looked at their own data center, or their own or own IT solutions. It's forcing more of those layers to be addressed at the same time. And so again, I, I, I don't have a single de definition. I've seen lots of definitions. Uh, they all kind of come back around to the same thing, which is it's not a thing. It's not a single thing or a single place or a single piece of technology. It's, it's a, it's an ecosystem that really depends on the constraints uh, provided or, or required, I should say, by a customer based on their usage models. The analogy I like to use is I compare edge to vehicle. Um, you look at a, the, the Webster dictionary definition for a vehicle, you know, it's a, it's a means of transporting something, things or, or people. Um, the business constraints, the terrain, the, the, the cost requirements, you know, those, those dictate what kind of vehicle it is. So just like we, if, if I was to walk up to somebody and say, hey, what's your definition for the vehicle? They would look at me funny. They're like, what do you, what do you mean, the vehicle? If I walked to them and said, hey, do you know what the definition for a vehicle is? They would you know, they'd probably get it right. Hey, it's, we got to transport something. Well, the edge is very analogous to that. The edge is, is meant to transport data, store data. Um, how in which it does it is heavily governed by, by what it costs to do certain things to allow that to happen. Uh, the difference between you know, an edge and the edge is, is, uh, is how it's going to be used. Uh, what, what are the constraints that have to be solved for it? Um, and so I, I think there's, a, there's some analogy there to, to how we term vehicle or, or define vehicle. Instead of a vehicle for things and people, it's a vehicle for data. I like that. That puts it into a lot easier to understand perspective for me because I, I mean, it's clear that there's a bunch of different definitions that kind of all wrap up into one. And it's as with a lot of things, it depends. Are there, and Ty, I know you've worked with a lot of customers and Dave, you too, but are there specific industries right now or types of customers that should be paying closer attention to building out an edge strategy? Is it more relevant for certain types of industries or is this something that every customer, every industry business should sort of have at the forefront of their mind right now? So like Ty alluded to before, actually explicitly said, Edge has been around for a long time. So in, in essence, what we're trying to do is reinvent the way that we acquire data, right? So we take all those processes, like Ty said, it's about data, it's about data, it's about data, right? That's kind of the, the drum that gets beat on all the time. So every vertical or every industry uses data, they use it in different ways, right? So I think what you're finding in, in this day and age is things like telemedicine is starting to actualize or use data a lot differently, right? There's new ways to acquire it. They're having to look at the use of better sensors or remote sensors in ways that they never had to before, right? Instead of going to a doctor's office now, I'm doing this stuff at home. You know, I got a 
Apple Watch or I've got a, a smart ring or you know, any number of these things sitting in my house. So there's a perfect example of doing things a little bit differently, acquiring data in new, in new, new ways. Um, the, the emergence of connected vehicles, right? You know, we'll use Tesla as an example. You know, the amount of data that's generated off of a Tesla is exponential compared to what it was a decade ago. And all these things now are used for crash simulation, for obviously for training and inference based on crash avoidance, highway, you know, highway mapping, so on and so forth. So you're, again, seeing a different use case for all those acquired um, bits of data and how they're transformed and consumed and generated even. So I think there's a lot, those are just two examples. And I'm pretty sure, Ty, you got a lot more <laughs> that are going on there. Well, it, no, those are great. I, I uh, so what I, the way I view this is, um, you know, so the comment of the edge has been around for a long time. Well, then the the, the natural follow-up response to that is, well, why is it such a, a big deal now? Why is it in focus now? And the the reality, the way I like to to look at this is, five um, G is is really a forcing function for for edge evolution. And what I mean by that is uh, 5G is, is in essence, it's basically going to allow more data to be moved faster. Um, it's there, there, I, I view, so I'm a mechanical person. So I view, I view 5G as a plumbing system, basically. It's a new plumbing system, which with much bigger pipes uh, that, that allow for more data to, to flow um, at one time, as well as move faster. And that is going to, um, and is already um, driving customers to, to, to innovate, to create technologies to take advantage of that. So there's a bit of a, a push-pull or, or a, you know, a cat and mouse kind of thing where um, you know, the infrastructure needs to be built out to some extent. That that's a forcing function for customers to say, okay, well, now if I can move more data faster, cheaper, um, what, how can I use that to take advantage or to improve my service that I provide to my customer or to improve my application or improve how fast I can respond and looking at different verticals or usage models that can take advantage of that. It, it's, it's a growing, massive growing list, right? So whether you're a retailer and you are, I mean, we've all been to, to stores and you have the automated checkout now, which with COVID is a, it's even more important thing, right? You go in, you, you scan your items, you put them in a bag and you leave. Uh, well, theft is a huge problem. Uh, it's very easy to to uh, bypass uh, and and call it create uh, scanned uh, components that are not true of what you're actually scanning, right? So stores look at okay, well, what can we do to to not only improve our customer experience, maybe also gather market data and also improve our our uh, security at our store. Well. If I have the means of capturing more cameras, more sensors, uh, more data uh, during checkout or during the, the entire shopping experience, um, I can use that data, not only for security reasons, but I can also use it to enhance my, my services that I'm providing at the store, um, as well as use that information for marketing purposes. Um, that's a lot of data, potentially. And, and how I need to capture and do something with that data may require me to have something on-site or on-prem or close to my retail stores. Um, that is a version of Edge. From both of you, it sounds to me like under this umbrella of the Edge, I mean, there are a number of different technologies that have to come into play to make this a reality for customers or for different businesses. So you've both touched on security, data management, 5G, and they're all kind of wrapped up into this and they're all required in order to realize the full potential, if you will, of the Edge. Um, so I'm curious your thoughts on what 
might be, or what you've noticed when talking to customers or just in observation, what's kind of the biggest hurdle or the most important thing for customers or businesses to think about as they start to develop or build out their edge strategies? You know, looking at the edge, it's really the first and foremost thing it involves some form of transformation. It's what the data center environment has existed in the past. It's just there are different constraints now involved in, in doing this at, at, at the edge, uh, at their edge. And, and so it involves data, uh, data management, data security, data movement, uh, system management, operational management, uh, all forms of security from data all the way up through the physical layers, um, storage, uh, servers, compute, networking. Um, you know, it, it involves everything. Fundamentally, some of the biggest challenges I've heard customers have is they seem to be a bit paralyzed uh, out, the, out the start. And I, I view this through a lens of also looking at customers as a system. And many times, in most cases, customers are, they have their own layers or silos uh, for how money is spent, how decisions are made. And these align with historical functions or tenants, i.e., there's a, a layer or a group that owns data center or real estate. Uh, there's a different layer that owns IT decision-making. And what the edge is, is forcing is a thickening, I guess, or a, a coming together of or breaking down of these walls so that, that uh, decisions can be made spanning layers uh, to solve a problem. And that's difficult. It's complex. It involves people, involves politics. And inherently, it's, it's hard to get the data and model using that data, what is the most optimized methodology for how I want to, to tackle my problem. So I would love to know, I'm sitting here in my little tiny condo with copper wired internet. That's why my internet sucks. Um, <laughs> but what, what kinds of examples, what is something that I as an individual, single woman living alone with my cat, how can I see benefit from companies taking advantage of and building out and executing on their edge strategies? Just a simple little thing that I might be able to see in my day-to-day -day life. Well, first you got to upgrade your internet. <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, you know, listen, I, you know, we're all, uh, I've got three daughters. Um, uh, one of the benefits of uh, being in a pandemic is I've been able to um, really capture back uh, time lost with them as they were growing up and as I was traveling all over the world. Um, and, and one of the things we do is, is uh, you know, we watch a, a lot of Netflix and Hulu and, and uh, Apple TV and whatnot. Um, you know, uh, having, ha you know, already beginning to see this, right, where you have higher definition, faster speed, you know, the ability to, to, to stream multiple high definition things at one time while working on a Zoom meeting, while, you know, having other connected devices in your space. You know, this is data. There's massive amounts of data that are flowing and the performance of that and what you as a consumer are willing to pay to get that experience, um, you know, plays into this, this, you know, evolution of, of the industrial build out for edge. And uh, what that means for you as an individual kind of depends on, on, uh, you know, how much you're willing to pay for certain services and experience. Um, not much, not much. <laughs> well, you know, and some of this quite, you know, quite fr frankly, you know, it's, it's, it's called a ticket to the ball game, right? It's it, from a competitive standpoint, there's the bar is continuously rising on what we ex expect as consumers to get for what we're paying. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, similar to what Ty said, I have two daughters too. So there you go. And I'm certainly enjoying my time. You know, they're literally 15 feet that direction <laughs> from you right now while I'm doing this. Um, 
you're literally holding it in the palm of your hand. These connected devices with the appropriate amount of security, always got to put security out in front of that. You know, they give you a massive amount of insights into what, what you're doing, how you're functioning, right? We you know, talk about the COVID-20 or whatever that you end up gaining while it's right? <laughs> Actually went the opposite direction. I lost 50 pounds. So it's, you know, like, but a lot of that was made possible by all these connected devices coming together and giving me insight into what's going on. So I was able to utilize that within my little, you know, health edge, <laughs> if you will, right? But, you know, being able to push these kind of things out are made possible by, you know, the way that we're investing in these type of things here at the edge. It's how we live. It's how we consume this data, how we're generating and transforming it and really kind of pulling it all together. So, Kelly, the world is your oyster when it comes to the edge. <laughs> you know, you, get, you could get a connected cat, yes. get a connected cat collar at some point, right? And, and track, track her around, right? Yep. But all that to be said, you know, there's endless possibilities and that's that's probably the most terrifying and the most exciting part about what, what we're facing at this point. So I love it. I'm, I can't wait to see the affordable things in like five years that I'm able to <laughs> bring into my home. But I guess in the most brief way possible, you talked about how 10 to 15 years ago, we wouldn't be able to see even half the stuff that we're seeing today in terms of wearables, in terms of high definition, watching Netflix with your girls, any of that stuff wasn't around 10 to 15 years ago. So what's an example of something that you imagine we might be able to experience or see as a result of this evolving edge in the next 10 to 15 years? Cause this is the next horizon. Gotta talk about it. Uh, that's a great question. I, you know, here's my belief is most of what we are, are talking about doesn't exist today and it needs to be innovated. And that's awesome. You know, listen, my, my, advice, my advice for customers is take a step back, look at how you can break down your own silos, bring folks together, the, the discrete layers of your system. You know, this, the edge is a system that is forcing, um, it's an ecosystem that, is, that are, is forcing multiple layers of the, of the solution set to be attacked at the same time. Um, that same approach needs to happen from a, a people standpoint within a company. And, and the combination of both of those from a behavioral standpoint, uh, will lead to goodness. Um, and, and we've seen that happen time and time again. Dave, any thoughts? Oh, I'm not, I, I'll, I'll contain, curb my enthusiasm, so to speak, pun intended, right? <laughs> um, 10 years ago, we, didn't, we couldn't land rockets. We're seeing that. You know, right now, I, I get giddy and excited by watching day-to-day -day construction videos at Gigafactory down in Austin and in Berlin, right? Uh, and the building of Starship. I mean, again, the art of the impossible is happening every single day. So I'm looking at data marketplaces, right? I'm looking at the ability for what, who I am and what I generate to become a commodity. Just a tantalizing taste of that, right? For sure. Um, but I think that's, that's, that's what's coming. I think that's what's going to really make it real for the edge. And all this talk of technology, and I promise I'll let you go after this, but obviously technology is not going anywhere. It's only evolving. And I'm very excited about the tantalizing taste that Dave uh, touched on a moment ago. Love some good alliterations, by the way. Regardless of the fact that we're all staying home a lot more, what is one thing that you do that is disconnected from technology that enriches your life in a different way? I built a desk. Yeah! Carpentry <laughs> for the win! It's, it's the uh, the analog to my digital life, right? It's it, It's basically how I have to look at it. You know, that's I need to put my hands on something that wasn't a keyboard for once. I need to, you know, have something that was representative of the environment around me, right? So I, I 
built a bar slash breakfast whatever standing desk type thing and slapped it up on a wall lost my uh security deposit in the process but hey you know <laughs> i'm happy so <laughs> there you go and what about you ty what have you done this is gonna i mean i don't know this pretty nerdy but i love it and, and i don't care uh i uh actually uh, i play i play uh dungeons and dragons with my kids uh that's awesome yeah yeah you know it's what a what a you know, get get out the old dice and the old papers and the and just connect with your kids in a in a really fun way. And it's it's been actually it's been a lot of fun for me. It's a complete separation from from anything real and uh and it's with my my kiddos. And so I, I really enjoy it. I love that they want to play with you too. You know, I'll I'll take it as long as they uh they you know, I don't know if they think I'm cool or just completely a goof, but uh um as long as they'll 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 take me, I'll I'll uh I'll do it. That is so cool gentlemen this has been awesome so thank you and uh, i look forward to hopefully having more conversations with both of you in the future about other stuff maybe dod maybe carpentry i don't know but thanks for being here you got it no problem enjoyed it thank you for those of you who enjoyed this podcast you can find it at www.delltechnologies.com next horizon along with future podcasts and other great content focused on emerging technologies Thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe. Until next time, and for me, I'm not quite sure when that will be hosting wise, but hopefully soon, I'm Kelly Lynch and this is The Next Horizon.